Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. Can you hear the, can you hear the, it's going great, single yeah. tear down my face. You can't be that, you can't be in a weird space. You're going on vacation tomorrow. Yes, I am. I'm going to Salt Lake City. I, um, our dear mother was like, do you think you'll go to um, Beauty Lab and Laser? She remembered the name? Yes. Whoa. You should go. <laughs> I know. We'll be in Park City and I think that's where it is, but I'll look it up. I'm there for like a little bit without some people, so I might take an uber and go Go get something done get a we can expense judging. it right yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> um no but kicks and i are also fresh off seeing beyonce a couple days ago so i'm wearing i'm actually wearing there's a little head Cute. <laughs> um it was wild why am i allowed to talk or you, oh you yeah you i was gonna say, i was like trying to like stop trying... because i was like wait we gotta <laughs> Get well, no, I just because I have questions, but I didn't know if I was like a ghost. If this is like, I need to walk into the room, you know, once you, I'm introduced. You know what? You walked in, and we're welcoming you in. Okay, wait. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, we are joined by Chelsea Ono oh Chelsea, who hasn't been here in literally for a year. It feels it's been like a long time. I actually think it's been a year. I can't even remember what we talked about the last time. I I'll was have here. To look. Probably something we, sad because we were talking about Bravo and Bravo's always sad. Bravo's sad and boring <laughs> and lame. <laughs> we were like talking well, about it like against our will at that point. Well, someone got arrested again. <laughs> I know. We acted like we had like someone had like a gun to our back behind the like Zoom camera. Like you must keep talking about this awful season of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Chelsea, we're happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. We were talking for just just a minute before we hit record, and I just have so many thoughts about what we're talking about today. It's a doozy, a doozy doozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into it um, in a second. How but, was but, Beyonce had, though? I mean, life changing. The few yeah. words that I could utter out of my mouth was Tina Turner, tits. It was nice. That was like, I couldn't form a full sentence. So you're just a a couple syllables away from that being like a beautiful haiku. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I I've added some things to the soundboard just specifically for today's recording. And I think this one really speaks to my thoughts on it. Oh, she's taking it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was the most joyful celebration i think is like the perfect way to describe it yes it really was and oh also this one this is a potential mother literally <laughs> she <laughs> is a mother but no it's it's amazing it was amazing i mean she's always amazing um but there's something about this tour that was just different she it was like there was just like like kicks saying just joy like emanating through like emanating through the stadium and she brings out, I mean, I'm not going to mention other pop girlies, but I'm just going to say Beyonce brings out a very amazing mix of humans 
to all of her shows and everyone is so nice and kind and just a blast and like all, like I feel like you could we like we're talking with the people I don't know but we didn't talk about this but like uh Dan my my best friend Dan who was sitting next to me we were like chatting with the people around us and like it, it's just like a I think the vibes are so beautiful and the this concert is specifically targeted to and a love letter to the LGBT uh QIA plus community so it, it's just it was amazing yeah. unreal that's awesome. I'm trying to go again. I'll yeah, be in Texas. Go. I'll be in Texas for work. And when I'm there, she's also there. Oh, like, shit. maybe, maybe I'll snag a ticket. <laughs> I know. I really want to go again. I don't know with what money. No, I have, um, no, I have no money. <laughs> because we're like going away 5,000 times between now and the end of the year. But um, I kind of like just YOLO it. The world is on fire. And like, can we just go see Beyonce again? Yeah, we're like entering act two of our very own disaster movie. And right. yet we're all just like clocking into work, paying our taxes. It's like, at what point do we just say, you know what? Money is fake and time isn't real. I'm going to see Beyonce again. Right. It's no, I agree. Like we, we like YOLO'd on a really nice party bus. And I think when we, to go to MetLife, because it's kind of like a weird, you have to get on the train to go there and it's a pain in the ass to get in and out. Yeah. And so we yolo on this party bus and I think we were all a little hesitant because it was expensive. But then I, I, I felt the energy once we all sat down on the party bus and saw like our beautiful experience you're about to have. Everyone was like, hmm, Got it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like the best decision I could have ever made for myself. <laughs> it's just like, um, treat yourself. Um, well, let's get to the matter at hand, Chels. We are covering today... I think one of the it's it almost feels underrated because I feel like a lot of people don't speak on it. But a, a really unbelievable moment in pop culture, reality TV history, and that is uh, Flavor of Love Charm School. And, you know, before we press record, the two of you revealed something. I want you to let everyone know what that was about your journey. I was on it. Yeah. <laughs> Kix, Kix <laughs> is Pumpkin's body double. <laughs> At the age of 12. <laughs> um, no, I've never seen the show. In in my mind, I have watched the show just because I know so much about the wonderful women on mm. it, as well as the show in general. I just never had seen it, which I thought was crazy. When I watched, was I started, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have never seen it either. This was my first viewing. And I think I was the same as you kicks where I like it. I had soaked it up through osmosis. And I think because I was in the garbage rum rummaging around like a little raccoon in the early aughts for <laughs> all of these reality TV programs, specifically on VH1 that I had just assumed I had seen it. And then I did go on quite a journey to find this episode. Mm -hmm. First, I watched the first five minutes of <laughs> uh, rock yes. of love charm school, which I will be revisiting. <laughs> then I, watched the entirety of a 30 minute preview of this season, which I guess was like used as maybe like a promo, like for meet VH1. the girls or something like meet yeah. the girls that like caught you up, which was actually perfect because, and I encourage anybody who's going to be taking this journey, watch it on prime. It's free. The first 30 minutes that, cause it like reminds you of all the, the players involved. Okay. So that I'm glad you brought that up because I there season two and three of flavor of love. I've only seen once. Meanwhile, I've seen season one like a hundred fucking times. So I forgot the 
cultural impact of the season two girls. The season two girls. I think honestly, like Pumpkin. So we have Pumpkin, Hottie, New York, and Goldie from season one that are kind of all. And um, uh, she's one of the two. No, 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 no. no. That's not what I'm saying, Kicks. I'm saying, I'm saying like in the Pantheon, like you remember hottie pumpkin new york and goldie right they're like kind of like because hottie puts the chicken in the microwave luther vandros beyonce (laughs) Uh obviously new york pumpkin fight and then goldie is hilarious but in Mm -hmm. season two you get the chaotic problematic insane presence that is becky buckwild i remembered buckwild because right. of course how, can how you could you forget, forget i think wild i think will smith himself could try to men in black me with that little zapper and You're... my brain would not forget <laughs> right. buckwild but there's something about revisiting her she's one of the few things about like nostalgic reality tv that it's actually much much worse than you even remember (laughs) no it's like you know it's bad and then you see her again and you're like oh no it's even worse than my worst nightmares it's bad and it's bad yeah you know what and she even talks about it she does she says oh we'll we'll get to it but she does say like oh i didn't want you guys to know my white girl name (laughs) i'm like well babe buck wild is also your white girl name because you're white Yeah, it's really crazy. It also, it was such like, this is, it unlocked like a really fucked up memory of just like how that was so normal in like Southern culture for like white people to like talk and like be like that, especially like where we grew up and like there, it was just like the people thought it was cool. The and fact that there was a slur that you added a yes. W to the front of, yes. and that was like socially acceptable in the exactly. early days. How dare you bring yeah. that up? <laughs> but speaking of Buckwild, in this uh, extracurricular, extra credit assignment that I completed of getting to know where the girls <laughs> yeah. are at now, Buckwild, they did the funniest, shadiest editing sequence. So it was like each girl got like, a five to 10 minute, like here's, or maybe five minutes, like here's what they're, where they're at. This is their house. Here are the things they do. Here's what they're excited about. Blah, blah, blah. Buck wild. She's like, Hey, welcome to my city. Um, I'm the thug of this city. And they pan out and it is like suburbia USA. She 100% has a dryer in unit and they put like <laughs> Stepford wife music of like as they show like a man watering his lawn. Oh, uh, like white lady walking her poodle. And she's like, yeah, welcome to my crib. We're about to go get forties from the liquor store. And it then like pans out again. And it's still like, like well, I just- believe in this um, television program, there is a kind of like breakdown of her dialect. Is that when it happens? Because I remember seeing I the clip of her. It could be on Actual Favor of Love, but then I was like, if it happened on that, she came back into this and she's just in the accent even worse, it seems like. She's just committing, doubling down. I think it's here, like at some point in this journey, because she gets um, she gets third. She goes like all the way till the end. And I think there is a bit of a revelation to her accent. I could be wrong. And also I... She accidentally drops it. She does. No, she tries to pick it back up. She gets... Jesus. There's like a sobering moment where she gets mad or something. And she's like, ma'am, please don't do that. (laughs) And and they're like, like, what was that? (laughs) 
<laughs> and then she's like, Jeez, and then she goes into it. I was, I was about to do a version of it, and then I don't want to get canceled. So Certainly don't do that. Um, yeah. No. So before we get into mm-hmm. the actual episode itself, uh, I'm just gonna kind of go into the history of the show, um, premiere, all the all, all that stuff, and Kix is gonna kind of tell us what was happening in the reality sphere during um, this time. So the show aired April fifteenth, two thousand seven. Now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is very, very quickly after um, Flavor of Love 2. Because yeah. 1, I think, premiered in 2006 or late yeah. late 5. So they were really pumping mm-hmm. pumping them out. So this is like they realized they had something good and they were just making making content. So this is season 1 of Charm School. Season 2 and 3 um, are Rock of Love Girls. Season 2 being hosted by Sharon Osbourne and then 3... Um, is Ricky Lake. Now, I don't know how Do they ever cross uh do they ever cross um genres, if you will? <laughs> no, they stick to the girls within within cast for all of them. But I don't know how they got Monique. Now, granted, obviously Monique hadn't won her Oscar yet. We'll get to it because it the timing of her Oscar win to this is frighteningly close. Um but she she during like the late 90s early 2000s i mean monique is a huge comedian one of like the queens of comedy like i don't know how they got her and convinced her to do this and in the opening of the show she says (laughs) like the rest of america i was seated on my couch watching flavor of love every week like no i think she was just a super i think maybe yeah (laughs) i love that that is canon to me now that is fact i i because i too was like how in the world is this woman on this television show? It's crazy. I mean, she's fabulous and is so. I think without her, we don't have a show. This season would have been nothing. Like she is hilarious. Yeah, she plays off of the women so well, yeah. and her reactions are so funny. And she also has one of the most hilarious intros of all time, which I know you'll get to. But her just immediately just dragging them, drag like. Hi, hello, you're clown. You look like a slut. She looks like (laughs) trash. What is her outfit? She says, you thought we were laughing with you. Ladies, America was laughing at you. (laughs) Including myself. She said, America was laughing at you, including myself. There hasn't been a drag like that since, I don't think. <laughs> An Oscar winning But that's what I think Monique is, And so, so Monique filmed this in likely 2007, right? Like January 2007. Right. It airs April 2007. Right. Films the reunion in what? Like, let's say June, July 2007, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Precious is released in theaters January 2009. So she filmed, she filmed her next thing. Like she was like, okay, bye, Charm School, see you VH1. Her next thing was Precious. I'm about to go win an Oscar. I mean, Precious is an indie movie that got insane hype and then went on to like be nominated for so many awards and then got her, her best supporting actress Oscar. But I'm like- 2010. She received the Oscar Right, right. But the movie was released in 09. But I'm just saying like, it's insane to me that likely like the list, if, if you're looking at her resume of like when she did things like this is probably right before she went into production on Precious delivered like such an haunting performance as Precious's mother. I, it, 
it keeps me Get up a girl at night. that can do both no it's like the range the layers. yeah the range the layers all of it literally a star a, a, a and an star. actress actually yeah. <laughs> um and so the cast of season one consists of uh safari smiley buck wild bucky pumpkin boots like that hottie goldie serious toasty crazy and rain now though reading all of those in a row just it's it's insane that I actually know what I'm talking about when I, I say mm-hmm. those words back to back. It's a fever dream. It's word salad. It's concerning. If you didn't know what you were talking about, it'd be like, Tom, are you are you okay? <laughs> well, What's happening over I'm there? I'm positive someone's listening to this and was like, someone's name is like that. And if you have a question yeah. about that, I need you to not direct it at me, but direct it at Flav because Flav gave. Um, I actually Dara think it's one name. of my favorite names of Flavor. Of I agree. I'm dead serious. And. Can I oh, go ahead. can I say something about Sirius really quick that I just have to get out <laughs> there? Of course. So they all, once again, in the like, remember these girls, they all have like there's a format. It's like them doing a radio show, them looking at the camera and being like, You might see me soon on VH1. Sirius talks about how she's just the silliest, goofiest gal in the game. And then there is a close-up of her picking her nose and eating it. And that was her segment. She is so unserious. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> but Sirius's whole storyline, I think, on Flavor of Love was that she, the girls were mad at her because they were like, you just want to be here because you're a model and want to be famous. So it's weird to me yeah. that her, like, meet meet the girls. She's like a supermodel, but picking her nose. Maybe she's like giving up on being a supermodel and leaning into reality star then. No, they show her she's still a full-time model. And she just said, she's just a, I think anybody who, it's the same I feel for girls that call themselves quirky. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've got my eye on you. If you're Mm -hmm. calling yourself like so silly and goofy and then it's like, I'm in my nose all day. And it's her like, (laughs) you know, knuckle deep up there digging for gold. I'm I'm in my nose all day. (laughs) She literally said something to that effect. And it's like, (laughs) let's not make that a personality trait though. We don't need nose picking to be, your zodiac sign. No, thank you. <laughs> no, we do not. No. Um, so, Kix, tell us what was like. What was happening in two thousand seven in April? So, what what reality shows were happening? What was I watching? Likely in my bedroom. Yes, I was exactly. about to get my braces off. Oh my god! Shut not up. To brag. Oh, <laughs> I probably so I had braces in two thousand six. They probably leaned into two thousand seven for sure. I was probably. I had braces twice. Well, I'm same. about to, I need to get braces again. I know, so ma- maybe I'm due for my second round. <laughs> um, I know, but yeah. Well, I was say um, I was probably, um, let's see, it was, I was a sophomore in high school. Kix, you were probably, mm-hmm. you were like freshman. In, I, mean, I was in seventh, seventh grade. grade, grade. Kim, Kix was just born. I was just, I was newborn. She just got out of diapers. I was about to graduate. I was unfortunate in that I had braces until April oh, of my, May you get of my out senior in time year. For senior year. I bullied my orthodontist into taking them off early for prom mm-hmm. without my parents' consent. And they were so ready to be done with me because I was a demon that they agreed. And that's why I need braces for the second time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Worth huh? it. Well, great. Speaking <laughs> of that. Um, so in the box office, the number one movie of the week in April 15th, 2007 when the show was airing was Disturbia which I too remember seeing a classic. in theaters that's a good one I think it was like it was definitely like one of the first movies I 
like our parents dropped me off at the mall to like go see with like friends. Have you covered that on Cute One? No, and I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a Shia LaBeouf. Oh, LaBeouf? A LaBeouf Yeah, it's a LaBeouf vehicle. It's actually good. Um, wow. It's like a a thriller, I guess you'd say, right? So it's a remake, re quote unquote, of Rear Window, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's like Is the it? same idea. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch that. Yes, it's the same idea. Um, Shia LaBeouf is like in... Uh, this is weird, but he is on house arrest. <laughs> Honestly, tracks. <laughs> yeah. And I'm he sure. Sees, he sees something because he's like watching his neighbor. He sees something happening. And so like him and his friend like... Yes, 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 yes. This is coming back to me. I was, I was about to say, I'm sure that I... If I saw it... I would remember because my brother was a famous Shia LaBeouf fan, Stan, super fan. Mm, interesting. He, I made him a t-shirt that said LaBeouf. It was like a little inside joke. And then, you know, since has uh, has donated that shirt. <laughs> great, to great. At least we're donating. Yeah. Well, I'd rather burn it, I think, honestly. No, he, he donated it to his nearest trash can yeah, okay so so some other show um shows uh, Sorry, some other okay. movies that we're in are we done yet don't know what that is firehouse dog no idea next no clue perfect stranger yes no that but i don't know any maybe of these. grindhouse the reaping yes, I know grindhouse. it's a list of flops so no grindhouse is good grindhouse <laughs> is planet terror the like yes i the gun on on um what's her face yeah so the um billboard top 100 number one was don't matter by akon um, didn't we have which, akon um, last time too yeah this was like akon season yeah we did yeah. For seven sure. yeah glamorous by fergie beautiful liar classic, by beyonce classic um she didn't do that on here you know what throw some d's i forgot about What's this that song. like dick? throw some d's on that bitch throw some dick on that bitch by Rich Boy featuring. But you know this song. How does it go? I've never. I don't know what you're talking about. Throw some D's on that bitch. Throw some D's on that bitch. It sounds like something. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes <laughs> in this house. I feel like 2007 in this era was a kind of a flop because also what was premiered was Bull Run, which I don't know what that is. Curl Girls, another reality TV show. Not a clue. <laughs> Love it. And the thing about reality shows in 2007, that literally could be about anything. It, it's truly anything. Yeah. They were just throwing it all at the wall. And we were, Kate and I was watching eight. it. All. Well, Kate plus eight. Oh. Yeah. Timely. And, timely. And iconically, Say Yes to the Dress aired, premiered in 2007 as well. Um, Survivor Fiji was um, airing with Earl Cole. This is also not one that I've seen. Yeah. I don't know that season. Um, however, American Idol Jordan Sparks went on to win in May 2007. So shout out to her. Shout out. Can't, um, breathe, can't no. breathe with no air. <laughs> and last but not least, um, ANTM Cycle A Jocelyn season. Love um, that. That's season. a good. That's actually a good season. Okay, the year ha the 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 year has kind of turned a leaf it, for me. Yeah, it was kind of. We were in our flop until era, Jocelyn if you will, won. And, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is probably the season of ANTM that my friends and I invented our drinking game that we would play in my basement as we watched. It was very fun. You were so Excellent. much cooler than us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did have missing teeth and braces, so you know, you win some, you lose That's some. That's true. We all, you know, got our friend Andrew says you win some, you lose most. So, well, <laughs> certainly That's true. It's... Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, let's get into this episode. So, um, Flavor Love Charm School. Uh, you can watch it on, I actually just bought it on Apple, but I believe it is on Pluto TV. What is Pluto? For and free. also it's on YouTube for free. They have the first three episodes on YouTube for free, but it is sped up to like 1.5. So you're, it's a quicker experience. It's just a little different. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I tried okay. that first and I felt like my brain was about to, I felt like a fembot from Austin Powers where I was like, yeah, yeah it's a little, are much. you guys 1.5 people no, like on podcasts no. and books? I can't do it. I don't get you it. You know that Donnie listens to everything at two speed. He likes to watch the movies that we recap on a website where he has the ability to watch them at two times speed. And what then a perfect he... time to plug your wonderful hit podcast. Oh, <laughs> if you want to listen to my maniac of a co-host, I am the cute one in nostalgia podcast. But he recently told me that recording with me in real time is painful because he's so used to listening back and hearing me talk faster. So excellent. Mm-hmm. What? Well, this Shout actually out to makes our, sense. Honestly, our friend. Honestly, so, this makes sense. Yeah, because like, the, probably my best friend, really. It's, you know, when he, when he like doesn't remember things, like, because I've been on the pod before when he's like, uh-huh. huh, I didn't notice that. And it's like, well, babe, maybe. <laughs> That's because maybe, it's like, zoomed reel by. It back and like, let's, let's. No, dive. he's doing the thing that I have done in the past. I haven't done it in a long time, Tom, Um, is where I would, um, read about the show instead of watching the show if i was like pinched on time pulling amani as they call it yes. oh god <laughs> need we never forget <laughs> that's that i'm not even gonna go into it but if you're a long time listener to the pod you'll know what we're talking about and shout out Moni. of course shout out we love you we're Moni's due to come back on sometime yeah so watch pause it here watch the episode it, i encourage you to watch it because it is mm-hmm. it is wonderful television they don't make tv like this anymore and i know buck wild is problematic okay so let, i'm not gonna make an excuse to her but if you pull her out of this the show itself is not that like I think that like without her in it, a lot of it kind of stands the test of time and is funny and not like cringe. When I think Rock of Love is like deeply, deeply, deeply wow. racist and problematic and <laughs> misogynistic. This isn't really misogynistic. It's just like crazy girls. Like I don't know. I crazy girls. Well, I would argue, I agree. I think if you're comparing, this is definitely one that stands the test of time better. Mm-hmm. Again, pulling out Buckwild. But I would argue that the premise of the show is evil. <laughs> because sure. we know what do you mean, Chelsea. We know that like the early aughts reality TV, there was no moral compass. There was no questioning, like, should we? It was just like, here's an idea. How can we torment people? But I love the fact that VH1 literally like set these women up to look like idiots on TV. They actively encouraged Mm -hmm. it. They gave them these names and then they brought these like traumatized shell of a women, shell of a shells of women Mm -hmm. back to then break them publicly on TV from the trauma they created. I mean, VH1, like it's a 
it's a super villain. It is a super villain. Well, when you put it like that. But the thing I, I feel- mean, and I loved it. I loved every moment <laughs> no, of, of it. Course. But it's like it's sick. I know, but part no, of me it's feels so fucked up. Less there, there's a part of me where at this point in their journey, I feel less bad for them because they've doubled down and they're like, I'm down to just keep doing crazy shit for TV because it's like fun. Like, and that's what I really liked about. I hate this woman. And everybody knows if you've listened to this podcast, I'll talk shit about her to the end of time is Miss Pumpkin. She's that awful. accountant substitute teacher suck a dick. I can't stand her, but she's kind of nailing this because Ooh, she's she like, does. she's putting up an act and it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to win $50,000. So I'm going to say whatever I have to, to look normal in front of Miss Monique. So, yeah. um, two things. One is they did. I don't feel as bad rewatching because they didn't have to deal with social media and i think yes. that is the true evil that goes along with reality tv of having people having access to you in real time as yeah. it's airing so yes they were traumatized shells of women but at least they weren't having to deal with like no they would they Twitter just went back trolls. to the work yeah they would but also one of my followers had pumpkin as a substitute teacher uh-huh <laughs> are you serious yeah, they DM'd me and they said that it was it was true. She like had to eventually stop being a substitute teacher yeah. because um, people were coming in, like trying to take selfies with her. They would like give her flowers. They would um, one student was like pretending to spit on her say, and she eventually was. <laughs> yeah, they were eventually she was eventually let go because it was like too much of a distraction in the high school she taught. I wonder why. Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't feel that bad for her because she's a nightmare on television. So she kind of put herself in. The, she kind of put herself there. But the show. So well, now she's an accountant. She, so apparently, yeah. It's only it's only up from here. The show hinges on this idea that there are ten commandments to like being a lady. Um, mm -hmm. and over the course of eight to ten episodes of television, we're gonna kind of like work with the girls to get them through these 10 commandments. And so those 10 commandments are as follows. Number one, check thyself before you wreck thyself. <laughs> I kind of want it like in a neon sign on my wall. Like Amazing. <laughs> I want it on tablets written yeah. in stone. No, I, honestly, it's something that you should whenever I, I need it for myself. Like before mm -hmm. I say something I shouldn't say, like just be like, okay, think about that one more time. Is that really worth like, listen to what Monique said. Should I check myself before I wreck thyself? Right, right. Um, next we have thou shalt goeth, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Oh, Honestly. I thought it was go with girl, like go with God, but no. it's go with girl. No, like, thou shalt go with girl. girl. Go, thou shalt go what with girl. What does that girl. even mean? Like, like go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was like you go girl, like thou shalt go with girl. I think that is what it means. But but in the context of this episode, they used it in reference to them going up a hill. Going. <laughs> so literally trudging up a concrete go like, with girl. road. Thou shalt go like with girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we have thou shalt show some class. Of course. Sure. Thou mm -hmm. shalt work what thou art working with. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, classic. <laughs> Wait, this next one, I don't know if I can get through it. Thou shalt spit mad game with style. <laughs> of course. I feel like there's like 
some conflicting ideologies here. You don't say, Chelsea. <laughs> this is like Russell Brand's tattoos and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh my God, like yes. bullshit, sure. bullshit, bullshit. Okay. Next we have thou shalt mind thy money. Can't agree okay. more. Honestly, put it on my put it kind on of my pants. kind of in that spirit as well. Thou shalt payeth it back. <laughs> I'm going to be in a business meeting talking about our philanthropic initiatives. And the title of the PowerPoint slide will be Thou Shalt Pay It Back. Next we have Thou Shalt Represent. Um, uh-huh. Period. <laughs> the writers kind of lost steam. No, they didn't. Not, no, they didn't. Not with the next one. Oh, they're luring us into a false this sense is, of This is. These are words to live by. Unless thou can play, thou wilt be played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, literally, it's a table of friends being like, how do we fuck these women up, but also make laughs? Like, And then lastly, our 10th and most, most uh, reliable commandment, thou shalt be fully fabulous. Which you know, okay, okay, I, I agree. Period. I'm sorry, unless thou can, <laughs> unless thou can, unless play, thou can, thou wilt be played. Shakespeare wishes. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> do you guys sell merch? No, but that's so weird. You just said that because we were talking about it this week. You need. I will be your first customer. You need to make sure the Ten Commandments with, on it, but like on tablets. <laughs> yeah, like like the, the like like Moses brought down from the hill with these commandments. I will. 1000% be your first customer. Okay, great. Honestly, we may just do that. Um, great. And so, also, I, I talked about for a second. I did add some amazing Monique moments to the soundboard that I'm, I'm going oh to begin God. using from this point forward. Wonderful. So, just want I kind of just want it to be my whole personality for the next like six months. Yeah. So, so the first one we used before, but this one, I don't know when this comes in the season, but I've posted on Instagram before, but uh, here we go. Oh, she's taking it. <laughs> oh, she's taking it. When watching I, someone nail something, this next—I could literally draw you a picture of that I moment. Know. It's so ingrained in my this head. This next one, like, also a verb—I mean, a um, a adverb I didn't know, kind of, or adjective, excuse me, that I didn't know existed. Wow, the prom has just started. Like just started, and Brooke was being slatacious. <laughs> no, Brooke is pumpkin, and Brooke was being slatacious. Now, in that same is Brooke is pumpkin. Brooke is pumpkin. Yes. Now, in that same episode, I believe Brooke does get eliminated, and this um, is uh, Monique's response to that. The behavior that you exhibited was whore-like. The whore jumped out, and then okay. it jumped back in. <laughs> and, she, and she does she body movements. The whore jumped out, with the- and then jump back in. And then lastly, obsessed by the horse spirit. This is one of the 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 fact that Monique came up with this on t- on the top of her brain. It, 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 she needs to eat up. We need an Emmy for this. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Clowns bite. I actually do believe she riffed all of this. N- totally, but oh, cl- okay. If you do clownery, <laughs> like. Welcome to the circus. Like, I don't know, something like circus adjacent. The idea that she's saying, like, when you do clownery, the clown is going to bite you. Like, <laughs> have you been bitten by a clown? Clowns bite would be my first <laughs> question. Have you been yeah. by a clown? 
<laughs> and then from you definitely need a tetanus shot or something after right. that. Right. And then from this Latacious um clip, I do just love this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls are on a bus, cut to them, heading to yet another mansion, probably next door to the Flavor of Love mansion. They get off the bus and they don't know who the host is, apparently. And Monique walks out of the mansion. I would have shit my pants if that was like the host. In my mind, I think if I were the girls, I would have been like, oh, is the is it going to be like just some Ricky Lake <laughs> who come later? It becomes that. <laughs> and then, like we said earlier, she says to the girls, she essentially is like, you guys look really happy, but this isn't a laughing matter because one, you all look insane. And <laughs> two, um, she said, like everyone in America, I turned into my TV every week to Flavor of Love. Uh, but the world was not laughing at you. We were, it was, the world was not laughing with you. We were all laughing at you, comma, including myself. Including myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I, I'm about to be an Oscar winner, so. Yeah, I like, though, that she really cuts to the chase and lays it out on the line. Like, I have that quality, too, where if I've talked shit about you, it's the same reason why when I was covering Bravo, I can't, I couldn't be the type of account that was going to become friends with people. Because it's like Mm -mm. my first DM, if a Bravo celebrity came in my DMs, it had to be like, I've been talking a lot of shit about you. Because it's like, you have to get it on the table. So I appreciate that her first words to these women were like, oh, you guys are all clowns and the clown's going to come back to bite you. And I'm also biting you because you're idiots essentially in short correct yeah she's like just being like just this isn't even playing actually it's not she's like this is actually not an even playing field like i'm gonna be mean to you this whole time because you're a disaster and you haven't even met keith yet and so you haven't that's what i was about to say is who the hell are these other assholes that are there the the ladies get into the house and we meet the judges so we have nikki taylor who is the beauty director for essence magazine nikki has this kind of like bizarre she's nice nice, but she has this kind of bizarre sort of like air to her accent yeah she's also she's never been on television no and she's like she walks over she's like darling i she kind of like is doing like countess drag she's like walking she's like darling i never thought i'd ever see someone so pathetic in my entire life how could you ever come here like she's literally like she says that in like the judging panel just like she's yeah she's like i don't believe that this is how she talks to her friends like she's like indubitably yes. i cannot wait to become acquainted with all of you and it's like i know you're leaning into the etiquette lens mm-hmm. but it's it's strange they didn't have like an etiquette coach if they were going to lean into that like she right, sure. is a very accomplished woman i don't think she's in meetings being like oh well i can't believe this etiquette lesson that i'm about totally to and also you know? essence is a huge magazine i mean that's it's like it's huge the, like this was a huge get essence too. fest is like massive in new orleans it is like the ultimate like black magazine like famous a-listers are on the cover of essence right. so it's insane to me that she's the beauty uh, beauty director for them and and it did this show so, I mean, I guess, again, well, I think it speaks to the <laughs> chokehold that VH1 had on reality TV at yeah. the time where whew, it was like a big deal. All of these trashy ass. I know. And, so the, and then we have Keith Lewis. Now, Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith, Keith. I've done some deep. I asshole. did some deep diving on Keith, by the way. So, Keith, oh, what's no. Keith well, first of all, these days? Red Siren should be going in your head when he says, I am the director of Miss California. Because. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen Miss. Are you Britney Spears' father? I was saying, has has anyone seen Miss Congeniality? I mean, like, no one behind those pageants um, 
do good things. I mean, we did have a president who ran Miss USA or was it Miss USA or Miss America? Which brings me to my next he had point. A, he had a modeling, modeling agency, so. Well, which brings me um, to my next point. Keith worked extensively mm-hmm. with Donald Trump um, mm-hmm. because of his affiliation with the pageant circuit and is essentially photographed just everywhere with, with Trump, like all through his career. And then in 2016, thought that people cared enough about him to like want to hear what he has to say about him. So there's like all these articles about him coming out of the woodwork and being like, he, he does condemn Trump, but he is like, essentially like, I don't even know if he's condemning him or he just wants to get ahead of like not being associated with him anymore. Or probably he hadn't been in the public eye since 2007 and was like, hey, remember me? I'm the guy that yelled at all these women right. on VH1. Me too. And I... Couldn't find he he was like I have a talent agency I'm like I couldn't find a talent agency anywhere I was like massively googling because I needed to figure out where he is but he's also savage and really mean to these ladies I it's awful oh, mean. heinous yeah. yeah um so then Monique has a renaming ceremony now this is the big part about the iterations of Rock of Love Charm School that don't translate because they don't have nicknames. They just have insane names. <laughs> like, like right. it's like Jessica with a Y. Right. Like and she unfortunately like was like Jessica with a B. Right. They they were born that way, I guess. But like these ladies like had to go through this process of naming by Flav. And Monique is like, they walk in with this name tag, and very poetically, Monique is going to remove the name tag and throw it into the fire. Right. And there is an element of there's Music playing in the uh-huh. background. It's a ceremony of sorts. <laughs> it seems like a nod to something else that they're referencing. And it's also, I want to remind the listeners, these are names that VH1 had given them <laughs> and then forced them to go by. Right. And mm-hmm. now is making the women feel as though these names are like the the scarlet A on their chest, letting everyone know that they are terrible human beings like why i don't and to goldie's point goldie's like i like my name also yeah people know her as goldie like i don't know her as her other name i know no none of these women except safari okay don't bury as their original name so a couple of them that stood out to me as a full lol hottie gives i love her so so much they take they take her name off of hottie's um extremely large breast and Monique comments on that she's like everyone here has the largest breasts she like says it in such like a poised way it's so funny that this is like charm school and then there are moments where like the charm coach is basically like what big honkers you have <laughs> <Right>. literally <laughs> so Hottie she takes off Hottie's name and she's like Hottie what's your name and her name is Shatar and um then Hottie is like, well, I just like, you know, I respect you, Monique. Thank you for being here. I want to just give you kind of like as our teacher, like a sign of my like love. <laughs> and so out of her heavy, heavy breast, she pulls an apple and gives the apple to Monique. And um, <laughs> Monique goes in her confessional. She goes, that apple was hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> now this did spark a core memory for me that I'm going to need to tell. And this was like a Donnie, a Donnie aside that I've got to tell. Oh, when I was in high school, 
I had a voice uh, teacher. Her name was um, Miss Lisi. And she was a kooky, kooky, spooky character. <laughs> and she was about five. <laughs> she was about like four, nine, like four, ten. Very small woman. But an extremely, mm-hmm. extremely large set of breasts upon her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. she dre- the way she dressed just really, the ladies were always present in our voice, mm-hmm. um, our uh, voice lessons. Mm-hmm. And she was known um, at our school uh, because she would often, if you came to a voice lesson after lunch, she would often have some sort of like a cookie or something like that for you that she stored in her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, res- I had, there were times where she would give me, and there were chocolate chip cookies like wrapped in like a pre-wrapped thing. So it was, the cookie itself wasn't touching bear tit, but like she would give me like a piping hot, like, chocolate <laughs> from i do not know about it was this. like a broiler drawer <laughs> no, like let me just warm this up for hot. you like nestle tollhouse like wishes they could get a cookie this hot it, like from from the cleavage yeah would she i have so many follow-up questions yeah, of course. Number one, this she had a classroom so certainly there could have been other places so, for her to so store it's a pr- said cookies. not really so it's a private coaching in like a little like rehearsal room where she would just sit there for like the afternoon and different students would come in there. She didn't really have like, and she would come, she was like a consultant for the school. She didn't have like a classroom there. She would come in. But she can't, does lessons. have a purse. Or right. A bag, or a briefcase. Or, or a car uh-huh. that she can just like grab one yeah. when she comes okay. in. No, they were in here. Nature's pocket. Number two. <laughs> Follow up question number two. Did she pull it from her bosom mm-hmm. While you were in front of her, like yes. it wasn't like she had. Okay, so it was like she was like, it oh, was like oh, a I forgot, magician. Tom, I have this for you. Oh, have I've a great day. Got something in here, and <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, like Mary Poppins here bag. You go. Like let's look. There was like this trend on TikTok where like um people were pulling things out of their breasts mm-hmm. to see like how much they could hold under there. Mm-hmm. Like here's a book. Yes, like, oh, like under the, the like, cleavage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like the pencil <laughs> test to see if you need to wear a bra you should like that was like the test to see oh, if you could if hold, you could it, hold a if pencil you could hold it. i'm still any day now i'm hoping the pencil will stay <laughs> across me, babe. <laughs> thanks ask believe receive last question i'm so sorry did you have to eat the cookie in front of her no, or was it, it was like, like given a, as a party it was gift? a parting gift thank god but oh, good so you okay. sat through a 15 minute voice lesson with a cookie in her tit and then she gave it to you. Multiple cookies, I believe. She would give them to different yeah, people. Yeah, heaven forbid you're the last one. And, yeah, that's a good point. Right. I would rather be the first cookie out. <laughs> if you were the cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if I was the receiver. <laughs> yes, the receiver of the cookie. I agree. I, I, I too, would be that. I mean, no one ate the I cookies. thought you were talking about, you had a teacher who, like, always, she also had really large boobs and, like, would put her, she would, like, in class, like, rest her hands on her boobs. <laughs> I do vaguely remember that, but I can't remember who that was. Um, But yeah, shout out to Miss Lisi. Um, I hope you're still. Maybe Tom, she's the original nature's plate. (laughs) She is. I like to call because I like to like lay and eat like chips or something. And I put them on my chest. I did it the other day with gummy bears. And And I call, I call it nature's plate, like your chest. Because like you can keep anything there. 
so my husband, Dr. Bald, he has an inverted sternum. So his cereal sternum bowl. goes cereal bowl. So <laughs> when we first started dating, he we we would be like laying in bed and he would put little M&Ms or little treats in, and they would sit like perfectly. And then I would just like reach over and <laughs> now he <laughs> He did have to explain it to me, but still to this day, every once in a while, I'll find a goldfish and if he's going to plop it on there, you know? Oh God, I love that. Nature's plate. Nature's plate. Nature's bowl, if you will. Yeah. Or ashtray. Like, you can do a lot of things with, like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cigarette <laughs> out on that. Who cares? <laughs> so, um, back to the, the, the burning of the names. So, we also get this Buckwild thing. We mentioned it for a second earlier, but um, she says once again she says monique no monique says you your name is becky you have the whitest name and you act like this and then in buck wild's confessional she said the thing that i that we were all thinking where then she said oh monique gave me my white girl name <laughs> it's like really your parents gave you that okay. name because you're white that's actually who 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 get, did that for you Becky and then la Rebecca right. Rebecca let's let's say it how it is now lastly we get and I I put this moment in like top 10 reality TV moment history because it is genius comedy that really can never play out again because mm -hmm. this there's so many levels to it so the first level is um Safari was in flavor of love season two she's eliminated the first episode like she's in the house for like 10 minutes because she beats the living shit out of some girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so she never made it to the naming ceremony. Now, Monique, who claimed to have watched every episode of Flavor of Love. This does put a hole in, the in theory, our super right. fan theory. She says, Sapphire walks up. She goes, Sapphire, that name represented something ugly. What's your real name, baby? <laughs> to which Sapphire goes, Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> and proceeds to take off her name tag that says her name. puts it in the, in the like, fire um thing chimney herself because mm -hmm. monique was doing it for the women before <laughs> so is just like i'm just gonna take this off burn it and then monique takes the same name tag puts it back yes she her. does like it's a fresh yeah. one that like <laughs> It's it is chef's kiss TV. They definitely, they definitely like super cut of this, but there is a moment where Monique like turns around and has to laugh. Yes, she looks on and she looks unwell. She's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Well, because I'm sure she said something to each person of like, "This represents something." Blah 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 blah. But for her to look in this poor woman's face and say, "This represents something ugly." What's your real name? <laughs> oh, that name. Cool. That I just said it. represented something ugly. <laughs> Can you imagine if someone said to you, your I, name represents ugliness? <laughs> I want to talk about this. I can't remember her name, but she is talking about pumpkin early on and is like, yeah, I think pumpkin's racist. She split on, she spit on a black woman. <laughs> yes. And then like, and then they're upstairs and talking about she's like yeah pumpkin wrote all these like nasty things about all of these flavor of love women and blah 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 and pumpkin's like what it, what it was boots uh larissa boots, yeah yeah I, I wrote that down yeah she, they it was like minute two of them going into the house she was no, like you're I racist it. by the way like, bye 
<laughs> which work boo. Honestly, She's right, the, actually. The room assignments like charm school walked so future Roni could run. Yes. Totally. Yeah, so they they assign them essentially with their arch nemesis like just Oh yeah. They didn't let them choose beds, which I, I love that. I like when it's pre-assigned because you got to like really torture And again, yourself. production back in the day, they're like, you know, will there be a fist fight night one? We can only hope. <laughs> will people find out? Let's put the most chaotic people in the same room. I know. And this is where whenever people and of course, violence is never the answer, blah 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 blah. When you're rewatching these types of shows, of course, there should be a line that we don't cross. We should be examining like, how is this affecting mental health, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But whenever people get up in arms about fighting on current reality TV, that just lets me know like, oh, you have not been in the trenches of Mm -hmm. the early aughts because this was like a norm. Mm -hmm. It was like Snooki getting hit in the face. Yeah, that was part of it. That's why everybody started liking her. People having full on like knockout drag out fights on flavor of love in the balcony yeah that's what made great tv i agree like, and like the challenge is like insane they literally beat the living shit beat the like shit. blood <laughs> and they don't do that anymore and it makes it less fun i agree tom and i've said that on this More podcast fights. and i'll say it again so <laughs> fight, 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 fight 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 so they also have these one-on-ones quickly with the judges and uh, and also like after this they all chat with monique to get to know her a little bit and she's talking to Pumpkin and she says, most of this recap is literally just me quotes Sir Monique, but no, Monique totally, says, I, there's more Monique actually. Miss so. Brooke, when I saw you hawk spit on that woman, <laughs> and then she just like shakes her head and is like disapproves. If you had the opportunity, would you apologize to that sister? <laughs> I was. <laughs> no, she may be a sister to you, Monique. She is not a sister to Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. No. And this is when I start liking Pumpkin because she deadpan like, yeah. eyes lights home lights on nobody's home was like yes. And then confessionals literally says I do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love like I mean obviously it's so iconic the loogie but watching that video back it's such a cowardly display from top to bottom because she hawks the loogie and literally like immediately Rinse. turns and tries to like sprint away that was preparing her for the obstacle course to come in that the video yes, like right. the still of her getting her hair pulled she's like she's like oh, she's like, like, oh shit. <laughs> it is so funny you're right like she knew she did a bad thing she's like a toddler when they like do something bad and like but she was ready for that i mean we've talked about it before let's talk about it again it's there's if i spit right now like it wouldn't have that consistency like she she kicks there's there's a couple things in your makeup that aren't that there's a couple things in her makeup that aren't in yours currently and that is about 10 packs of cigarettes and like uh nothing but like pinot grigio and she probably hadn't drank water in about like um two years like i think she just has like dry mouth and just like like you can smell her like Mm -hmm. the consistency of her spit was chalk yeah yeah which is why her i feel like she had i think (laughs) what really surprised me about charm school is that this was the time for like on a low light like under Mm -hmm. like low low lights she gives very much the energy of like bleach blonde hair with black underneath yeah, very Afro. I feel like that was a mess. Ashley on her, Simpson. Design, on her stylist team. Yeah, she keeps a really blunt 
Bob. Well, besides that, she was really hitting on all fronts yeah, stylistically. Right, so. Also, how dare you say she has a stylist team? Who do you think I'm that joking, is? I'm joking. It was a ha-ha. Oh. Ha-ha, <laughs> funny. Get it? Laugh. Uh-huh, laugh. The big kind of challenge of this episode is they have to go camping and then they do an obstacle course. Now, Monique drives them. Monique and uh, drives in her own car and there's like a 15-passenger van behind her with the girls. And they get out just short of the campsite. They unload all their stuff. And the camp, it actually looks like a campsite. It looks like you. they could have just stayed there. And no, they're walking up a road. No, I know. Well, no, I know, but they're parked at there. There was like area for them to stay because they threw all their shit there. And Monique gets out and she's like, so this is not where you'll be staying. You'll be staying two miles up the road. You have to walk. Now, Rain has a full Menti B over this for reasons that are very confusing to me. I, I worry about Rain. I think there are yeah. some substances that weren't in her system at this time that she's used to. Oh. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. Especially <laughs> later on the episode when she does that weird one-on-one with Monique. Well, yeah, she's like, I love weed. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if weed was the I only substance. That was no, it might have been like, it's, it, it might have been, a, it's not about the pasta moment, but I yeah. I think it's about um, the pasta and the breadsticks and the uh, the bottom of the salad and the yeah mm-hmm. but when you're here your family <laughs> she has um, a little mental breakdown and monique pulls out what can only be described as like a a shriveled up like prop from like some sort of like peter pan production from like 10 years prior of a map of a treasure map and <laughs> <laughs> she pulls it up he's so wrinkled and she goes you, you, it's just, you got to go up the hill. And she goes, here's your map, baby. And then just like walks into her car. <laughs> in like a true VH1 fashion, the car like zooms away with right. like these like hella noise like in the background. Like, <laughs> Well, and the map, I'm like, they don't need it. It's literally up the road. My understanding no, is it's, it's just li- you keep walking, walking up the road. dirt road. Right. Um, Eventually you're going to kind of just kind of hit. You're going you to hit. Be. You're going to hit it. And then just you'll follow actually see the cars production. that are so, going down <laughs> yes. this driveway. Follow your story producers going up the hill. I think they're going to where you need to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I think this is so funny because I resonate so much with these women. Yes. This is, they are not hiking. They are on a gravel road. It's a driveway. This is just a long, long driveway. But at the same time, I would be so pissed. I famously have only gone camping overnight one single time. It was when Dr. Bald was going to propose. I got the ring, never did it again. We did the hike. I almost stepped in human poop. He had to stop me on the trail and say, oh, watch out. Right before you got proposed to. Before I got proposed to. Mm -hmm. And it's just really romantic all the way around. But what? He was like, be careful, watch your feet. I looked down, it's a turd, a human turd. And I said, what kind of animal does that? And he said, I think you know. It was a human turd from a hiker. Was the ring in the shit? I had to dig through. (laughs) I took a little taste. It was shit, not chocolate. No, no, it was that the ring came later, like not anywhere near the the shit. Is he a camper? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. very that's, outdoorsy, a you know, surfer, I've, a camper, a hiker. Yeah, I've met Dr. Bald, and that's 
that, and I, I really love him, but this is kind of a, been a notch down for me that he's a camper. I didn't I see actually, that. I him. love camping. Oh. I wish I had people in the city that would go camping. I love well, it. Well, Kix, when you come to Maryland, you and Dr. Ball can have yourself a grand old time. I like to I sleep. Shan't be doing it again. I like Chelsea to sleep outside. Go to like, it's like a nice, I don't certainly do not do it in New York City, but like, I just like sleeping in the stars. I imagine Kix laying on the sidewalk in front of her building, sleeping in front of the stars. <laughs> there are not stars in New York City, so. <laughs> well, there are. You just can't see them, but. I mean, yeah. there are. Like, there of are stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, of, course, of course, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> okay. No, Kix will, like, we'll go to an Airbnb somewhere outside of the city with our friends with, like, beds. And, like, mm-hmm. in the morning, we'll be like, where's Kix? And it's like, oh, she slept in the hammock out in the yard all night long. Do you not get attacked by mosquitoes? Not oh, really. No. I, I get, like, but I also, when I was a kid, would go on, like, six-week camping trips. Six weeks straight mm-hmm. in the summer. And so we would just, like, <laughs> be outside. Like, that's what we did. We would not wear shoes. I would, like, split my toe open, like, every other week. But we would... Uh-huh. Just be outside all the did time. Did you do this, Tom? No. I, d- <laughs> I did musicals. <laughs> and now okay. it makes sense why both of us are um, of the LGBTQIA community. Yeah, we really fell into our, our molds quickly. <laughs> <laughs> As a real living stereotype sometimes. Yes. I have you a know. bandana on. <laughs> yeah, you know... <laughs> I'll say this for my stereotypes. I'm only speaking of mine. Those kind mm-hmm. of like fall into place, you know, like sometimes I think they're kind of true, you know, for me, a lady, a lady, I have my nails painted. I, I love um, a nice glass of white wine and kicks likes to go sleep outside and split her toes open with bandanas on. <laughs> you know, we all have our journeys. We all have our I'm just uh, quirky. You just like a quirky girl. Um, oh, so- and I'm, now my finger is just up my nose. <laughs> yes, you're a quirky girl. Yeah. Of still, so two things from the camping trip that had me lolling. I don't know about y'all. One, Hottie is reality TV gold. She is she like, knows what she's doing she's before so people smart. knew what they were doing. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like, I just like don't want to bring anything, and she just walks up without anything except. She says she brought one thing later that was something silly, like a bottle of A wine. log and a candy. A log and a <laughs> piece of candy. Well, they... also famously, when we were kids, Tom, we went on like a hike <laughs> and we all pulled out our lunches. Like we had a lunch break sitting in the can- in the um, trail, blah, blah, blah. Tom whips out a, a piece of pizza. A slice of pizza was my like lunch on the hike. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty innovative. It is actually because... <laughs> Yes, cold pizza is delicious. But, but also point, our parents really were in this mindset of like, ever since we were children, we had to make our own lunch, whether it was nutritious or not. So it was like, yeah, everybody packed their own lunch. And Tom was like, got it. Yeah. Just like threw a slice in the bag. I mean, it was in a Ziploc. <laughs> I don't but... understand what's wrong with, is that like not common? In I'm camping assuming. culture, I suppose, Chelsea, that Kix is mm-hmm. speaking of, you're supposed to pack like a sandwich and chips It's or like something. a sandwich and trail mix and like a... Uh banana because what if you don't want that that's fine i mean i would certainly do it now (laughs) it was just hilarious innovative ahead of your time yeah it was mostly funny because like no one knew what everyone packed like we all just like packed our own it was everyone's like pulling out their like pb and j's and i'm like i have like a i have like a slice of pizza and like a ranch little mini cup (laughs) (laughs) um the the dinner that i had in my single camping trip i ate 
about a pound of beef, beef jerky and a bottle of wine. And I was Blacked quite out. ill. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, it sounds like a great pairing. I don't think, I think it was um, a mutual decision the next morning that that would be our last joint camping trip together. Mm. Honestly, smart on your end. Oh, I think there is something to be said about just being really bad at something. It's the same reason nobody why asked you to do it again. I don't cook dinner in my house because once I earnestly and I wasn't trying to be funny, asked Dr. Bald if he wanted his chicken medium or well done. And that was the last time I was asked to prepare a meal. <laughs> so there's something about it's being shocking. an idiot and really leaning in. You yeah, know? no, I like it. Wait, so two things. So speaking of food, though, <laughs> did y'all notice that they get to like dinner and toasty is smoking a cigarette and in her other hand is holding a stick of like kebab <laughs> i was like icons only well also they wake up the next morning and like dad is like um because they wake up to like banging pots and pans and like mm-hmm. dad is like uh well i had i had like a bottle of vodka last night so i'm a little hungover yeah the fuck did you get vodka okay and I where is that footage same, of late night agreed. vodka drinking? I had the same question kicks. So the next morning they have to go to this like obstacle course and like that is struggle city. And she's like, I'm so violently hungover. <laughs> and I'm like, they didn't show any of that. I was mad. Wait, can I tell you about really quickly? Can I tell you about, uh, what's her name? Drunky. What's her name? Toasty. Like that? Oh, Toasty. Her Toastino. house, her house in oh, the yes. little preview. Mm-hmm hundreds of taxidermied wild animals in her living room her she lives with her mom hundreds of full-on taxidermied animals and then they have this like bangle cat which i guess is like it looks like a leopard like a little tiny leopard and her mom is like pinning this cat down and is like oh he's a little camera shy don't worry they're just playing and this cat is like like at the camera around all of these dead animals i'm like he probably thinks he's next like this is his time he's been looking at all of these dead animals and he's like my time has finally come just so much to unpack i have a friend that in high school and well no in middle school and high school we would go to her dad's house and their living room had like a zebra head on it like he was like zebra? a game, like yes he was like illegal? a like big game hunter and they went to like Africa and fucking killed a zebra and it was a mounted in their no, living room. No, guys, no. It's also the What's idea, the point? What's I, the I don't point? Get it. <laughs> I don't get taxidermy at all. I look at it and I'm like, huh? You did what? <laughs> I have I have redneck roots and there are some family members that have quite a display of mm deers and antlers and stuffed bass etc but never a zebra the one you can taxidermy fish that's big enough you can taxidermy anything honestly taxidermy me and sit me in the (laughs) corner of your room i want to be a part of things after i die yeah we'll just actually set up the background yeah the background you have of the kids drawings just you just Uh like eh. at my funeral everybody has to come and give me a hug no. Take a selfie. Wait, fun, so the honestly, only part, the only taxidermy I'll <laughs> slightly defend, and I don't even think it is a part of it, is like the antlers, like I guess those don't bother me as much because they're not like stuffing it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. with like cotton. They're bones. I know. Bones to me, it's like that would have decayed and been a bone eventually. But like the idea that they're doing so much to get that zebra head on the wall, like 
filling yeah. the idea of it's a lot of money. It. They spent a lot of money to get that zebra head from Africa taxidermied. What was that customs conversation? I'm sure what sadly was... it's happened many times. Else. I know, but like, can you imagine? Like, do you have anything to declare? Oh, just a head of a zebra that I murdered in your country. Peace and love. Peace and love in I Trump. I hate Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of America, we meet a drill sergeant. And <laughs> the drill sergeant is, I mean, I, I love him. I like, I do, I love a trope of like, I do kind of love this trope, guys. It, it's mm-hmm. always funny to me of like a drill sergeant and a bunch of like misfit ladies having to get dirty in some mud like they do it they've done it on housewives like where they have to do an Mm -hmm. obstacle course and there's like a mean man there's something about it that will always make me loll a little bit oh 100 percent. and he's nicer than keith much nicer Uh uh-huh yeah and so (laughs) they sort of into two teams and like dat is chosen i I think last for her team and Mm -hmm. She's not. She isn't? She is chosen like third because what's her face feels bad. <laughs> right. Oh, also, when she's coming out of the bus, did you hear him go, don't hurt yourself, sweetie? And then like that goes, oh, I'm already hurt. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another example of that early aughts culture of just like general like fat phobia where oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that her Chiron in the start of the episode was like, like that the slob and then they proceed to just like like her backstory in that getting to know you episode was her was her being interviewed on radio by amanda seals and her being like well you definitely have a different body type than the other women and she's like i'm big that's what i'm known for meanwhile like she's an average woman and i don't think any of us are prepared for a full military obstacle course i certainly no, would have some not. trouble if i was hung over i don't want to climb a wall no. no no thank you but I did laugh when her panties were hanging out and they had to push her over the oh, rope ball. Just, uh, no, again, I'm pointing out things that also I'm part of the problem because was I cackling? Did I rewind? I 100% did. Totally. Yeah, so they, they have to get her over this rope ball and they do it in the most dangerous way. Like, yes. I don't understand what why. What in God's name were they thinking? I don't know. Like, why didn't she just, once you get up there, you just kind of like swing your leg over and you're good to scale She's back down. She's done the hard part. She's climbed right. the rope. But instead, she, <laughs> they push her over ass. <laughs> face first. I, no one could do that. Like, I could not do that. Like you couldn't like no. face first and down the wall. Point, gravity does take over. Like, nobody. Once your face is down, thong is up. Nobody is going to be able to like right themselves. Yeah. No, like you're going to flip over or fall on your head or ass. <laughs> like there's kind of only a couple more options when you get to that place. It, I was, I was laughing out loud. Um, that that was the choice they made. I love everybody at the bottom. They're literally like, <laughs> yes. Like Get hands serious. up, like I got it was like a trust fall. Like, I got gotcha. you. And babe, they don't got you. They're screaming, they're like, someone catch her. <laughs> it's like, why did you push this poor woman like that? Like it's crazy. And then you know, she gets to the end of the course and she vomits. Um, and then the other team, Team Safari, does end up winning. So the ladies then go back to the house, and this is where we get this bizarre, bizarro sit down that Rain has with Monique, where she it reminds me of, do you remember, 
in Scary game. Island. Well, I was going to say actually a different Housewives reference, but yes, yeah, Scary Island. Beverly Hills. I was going to say Beverly Hills game night when Dana yeah. Pam sits down and she's like, you and me, we like, it's our people. <laughs> like, you just know us. Like, we are it. And Kyle's like, huh? And she's like, we, it's us. Like, it's us. You know, we just are like what they have and what they need because it's us. And Kyle's oh. like, okay, okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Whatever that like means. <laughs> that or like or like um, gummy bears, Kelly in Scary Island. Like, there's just a different. There's some. Their wires have crossed. What do you think her motive of this one on? Like, what do you think she thought she was doing? I think she thought she was trying to like not go home. Like, I think she was like, if I get like a one on one, a la Flavor of Love. And have this connection and s- share my story, she's not going to send me home. Right. And I think that she thought that, I think it was like her proving that, like, she was like, I kept the team going. Like, like, dad is the one that fell off of the ropes course. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, she doesn't that have people etiquette forgot or... what like dad's real name was. Like, that's name is Dana. Uh, Dana. Yeah, I know. Or, and no, the no, girls no, not Dana. Don't know. Dara, Dara, Dara. Girls don't know. So no, they, they don't. still keep calling her like that. Well, there's but, a fundamental problem with this branding because I didn't remember. I was so glad that on their little name tags, they kept referring to who we knew them as because it's, I don't know their white real name. Right. I'm like Dara and like that. I'm not, I'm going to go like that before I go Dara. Totally. <laughs> um, and she has her, sun, she has sunglasses on her head at all times. And I find that a um, really excellent moment. That she no did. matter what she's doing, yes, she's like, always I have sunglasses. Here. I think even in the like the elimination ceremony, she has yeah, the sunglasses she certainly does. atop her head. Now, like that, do to me, she feels deeply queer. And it's weird to me that she was like I think in, she's totally a lesbian. On Flavor of Love. I was thinking about that in this. I was like... I have... We all have dated the opposite gender I, I, of what we identify. I understand. Now. <laughs> yeah. I understand. I was just like go the big swing of going on like a dating show like Flavor. I don't know. To me, I well, was like, here's the thing. It's crazy you bring it up because just today another lead of Bachelorette, gay. I know. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. What's her name? Gabby. Right. Yeah. She was like on a couple seasons. Yeah. Ago. She's like, now dating a woman. Long. Cheers to As her. like the one person or one of the she was, she was two. It was a season they had two bachelorettes and she was one of the leads. Yeah. Oh. And she's now and like dated all these guys. To but I don't know if she's husband. gay, but she is with a woman. But she yeah. is with a woman. Yes, yeah, so we get to our judging and the judging. They have to wear um, sexy schoolgirl outfits. Thoughts? Yikes. I mean, to Chelsea's. Yeah. To Chelsea's point when we started talking, you know, it's not the most like feminist television show in the world well they were feeling themselves so I, yeah, I think yeah that, sure i think for the most part they were like this is cunt but someone was <laughs> yeah. like one of them was like it's every man in america's dream to have a flavor of love woman wear a slutty schoolgirl costume like, you know what though kicks i think it speaks to where we were as a country in 2007 <laughs> i don't think that's so far off you're probably right Chelsea. <laughs> you're i think that right. like the majority of men in a certain demographic were really into this these girls they were waiting for it i just this 
this whole premise of charm school is so convoluted because it's like, what exactly are you looking for? Like, are we looking for them to be a lady? Are we looking for them to be the next Marine? Are we looking for them to like learn how to button their shirt to the top button? What is it specifically? Like, I would argue that like dad really left it all on the all on, on the, the field. Course, she yeah. was literally vomiting. I would argue like she shouldn't be she up. Showed up. No, I felt that about the the captain of that team. I can't remember her name. Uh she oh, was Smiley. on the first season. Smiley. Yeah, Smiley. She was like to me that is more like charm school appropriate to be like I don't want to leave people out. I'm trying to support I'm the trying women to be inclusive. Here. I'm yeah. trying to pick my team based on like camaraderie and like I don't want them to feel like they're less than but instead it's like you don't have a killer instinct and (laughs) you were bad at climbing ropes so you're you know on the bottom yeah I totally agree I didn't even think about it like that like what is the rhyme or reason to this you didn't think about it like that thank you thank you are right I didn't think about it like that (laughs) you goeth girl what (laughs) um thou shalt goeth girl (laughs) I guess that's what they needed to be thinking about yeah, just or thank you for bringing that up. Just remember, like that was kind of the challenge premise. Thou shalt go with girl, and here we are on a ropes course. I, I, it doesn't. Again, one would argue like that. Did go, go, she? She go went. She went with girl. She went over that. She went over that rope, and she climbed to the top, and then she go with when she got sent over. You're she, right. So any out of all of these bitches, she, she committed. She was like, I'm going to be a team player and finish this fucking thing. She wasn't faking an Achilles heel injury. She literally was pushing her body to the limit, to the point of vomiting up her vodka. To me, that's (laughs) That's what it takes. She's the winner. She's the winner, y'all. She is not the loser. Um, So... We get the bottom. So the well, bottom three. Win. The bottom three is like that. So the the winner is um, Safari, um, because her team won. Previously and, known as Safari. Now Safari has a legendary um, kind of journey on the show because she does end up winning the show. She does indeed. And it's kind of this. It is a gr- it is a great story from a producer's mindset that like. This girl who got kicked off first episode for beating the living shit out of someone in the Flavor of Love house, never got a nickname, when goes to charm school and wins charm school. Whether it was planned that way, probably it does make for a good kind of story. So Team Safari. And I looked her up. She's, she seems to be kind of living a, a fabulous life these days. And she looks stunning. So Funny. shout yeah. out. It'd um, be like that. Yeah, just like it's like that. Um, so like that, <laughs> Smiley and Rain, however, are in the bottom, and we get a really great quote. So the the judges read them for literal oh, everything they're they drag them through middle the school mud. girls wish that they could give emotional yeah, damage. They're like, like this. you are just like you are. Disgusting. I tried. I was a bully in middle school. So. <gasps> were you? Do you know bully? Oh, yeah, I was. Faces. It was dark. How many people were scared? <laughs> Me too. I was really, really scared. Everybody at McKinney Middle School was scared. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'll leave that huge silence in of Chelsea really realizing that Kix was a bully. <laughs> I had, I literally, like, I couldn't even, I was just, pr- that was, I had the little, like, dots. Little yeah, the loading no, dots. you really did. Wow. Wow. <laughs> literally, Chelsea. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> What's brave though is that I can talk about it. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so let's, celebrate, let's celebrate that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's better you were a middle school bully than a high school one because your brain was even further. No, I just be... had like four friends in high school because I was like, I can't be this big of a bitch and get, make it through. Right. <laughs> well, it's important to know thyself. Check yes. yourself. Check, check, check thyself. Exactly. Before exactly. Thy check thyself. thyself before yeah. I wreck thyself. Um, so we do get an amazing read from Monique to Rain, and she says, and no, Rain's name is Thela. Mm-hmm. She says, Thela, I want to say you surprised me, but I'd be lying. <laughs> Sav- <laughs> Sav- She's right. Thela, I want to say you surprised me, but I'd be lying. Whoa. Brutal. Brutal. And then an Oscar, an Oscar winner. An she should have won an Oscar for this. this I know. <laughs> You know how they say Oscars are like career wins. You know, in my mind, her win kind of like encapsulates this <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and then Thela, Thela is expelled, and they have to give their pins back when they're expelled. And then she heads out. She also, I be- wait, which which part of? I'm so sorry, but like part of her just being bullied publicly by these judges was Monique being like, you told on yourself basically, and you said like. Sometimes you're so angry you can't see. Again, going back to the general premise of Charm School, <laughs> yes, she was like a whiny little baby bitch, but one would argue she was trying to like emotionally regulate herself. She removed herself. She was sobbing, mm-hmm. but she wasn't yelling right. during all of that. So you would argue like, oh, that's a sign of personal growth that you have previously been so angry you can't see, but this time you were able to like check thyself before you wreck thyself but mm-hmm. instead it was like no now you're gone because you <laughs> admitted that you have anger bye <laughs> meanwhile um uh pumpkin is like what did she say she was like oh i may be crying at the campsite but i am no pussy well but in monique's defense back to the ninth commandment unless thou can play thou wilt be played and she <laughs> she was she will be played i mean she didn't play and she will be played so i mean can i can i say the meanest read of the and i'm sorry if i'm yeah, jumping go you for were gonna it say no it. i have no more it notes. was with it was with the team captain uh smiley mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh our good friend keith shout out well shout out keith she steps up and and he says deadpan you demonstrated you have no spine you are comfortable being a loser. <laughs> See, but that goes against our, because Chelsea, Monique lives in our universe of like, if you're going to say it mean, say it funny. Yes. Keith doesn't know how to be funny. And that is not no. funny. That's just like, it, it's so mean. It's just like, talk. you're yeah. a loser. <laughs> so if we have the 10 commandments, that's a cardinal sin. Like you gotta be funny when you're being brutal. Yeah, completely. I mean, also, I feel like he he could not kind of like, check off any of these Ten Commandments himself. No, He's just no, a little no, no. dick. Certainly. No. Certainly not. Certainly not thou shalt be fully fabulous. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. You know, I may continue watching because it was a Same. nice, it was just some great kind of just chill TV. I mean, chill. They're so screaming good. and reading each other. I have this really nice, like, um, molding ledge. Mold, not... Like not, not moldy, cra- le- not yeah, moldy like, ledge, ground molding ledge, right? With like that kind of ledge. Yes, mm. uh huh. Behind my sink, so I put my phone on the ledge and wash my dishes, and that's what I'll be doing. I love it because well, you evening. know I do want to get 
to this. Wow. The prom has just started. Like, just started. And Brooke was being slutatious. I got. I gotta see Brooke be slutatious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, <laughs> she is a substitute teacher and an accountant. I think the clown jumping back is like the next episode. So continue watch. I think. I mean, not jumping back. Excuse me. That's that's the the, the, the horror. The horror jumping. <laughs> Let's just go through them one more time. The behavior that you exhibited was whore like. The whore jumped out, and okay. then it jumped back in. <laughs> no, I believe this one is in the next episode. See when you do clownery. The clown comes back to bite. I'm say I I really kind of want it on like a like a little like poster. Yeah, of a clown I'm biting. Around, I'm like I could make that. <laughs> a clown with like a shark coming up yeah. to yeah. bite you with like a little like clown wig. Yes, yes, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Chelsea, thank you so much for being here. Any final thoughts on on this television program? No, I mean I'm. I will be texting the both of you as I complete my journey because mm -hmm. I'm all in on this, on this fine program. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to watch such important history. Important history. Yeah. Of course. And tell everyone um, where they can follow you and also listen to the pod. Sure. So you can follow me at Ono Chels on Instagram and you can listen to, I am the cute one and nostalgia podcast Stay tuned for Monday's episode because we are announcing things. Yes, and... new fun things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh -huh. So just tune in. Tune in. Oh, my God. You just had Eric Williams on, who we love here on Dumpster Dive, and I hope you had, like, the best time with him. Isn't he the best? Oh, my God. He is. He's so funny. So, so funny. funny. So funny. Yes. He's very, like, our humor. He, I just, I, I, I love him. So love, shout, love, shout out to that episode. Well, okay, bye, guys. This was a blast. Say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.